Hello, I'm your host, Charmaine, and welcome to Beautiful Gems. How about these unbothered? (laughs) Oh, the unbothered. (laughs) I can't, y'all don't know, I can't wait to hear this one. I can't wait to hear it. And y'all will understand why soon. <laughs> when I am unbothered toward myself, my own self. Raised eyebrows. Raised eyebrows. <laughs> y'all can't see, but raised eyebrows. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. When my eyebrows are up, they... <laughs> when I am unbothered towards my own self, this can either be the ultimate betrayal or the ultimate peace. This is probably when I am so detached, so aloof, and could literally shut all the way down. (laughs) I have checked out, and there is no emotions, no thoughts flowing. I mean, I go numb. When I get like this towards others, cold as ice it could get really uncomfortable but once I'm unbothered period oh forget it I can be quite destructive if I'm not careful and I think at some point my allies kick in (laughs) God flexes on me Teresa my angels and my ancestors go to war Or they meet at the table. Archangel Michael sounds the alarm. I mean, the mind goes dark. (laughs) And I don't even care. I do not care. I take cash your cares to the extreme. As as Dave Meyer. As Dave Meyer says, cash your cares. I take that and I run with it. To the point I have been called a robot. There are times my quote-unquote peaceful, phlegmatic personality needs it. The unbothered. It's the peace I need. It's a breakaway. But if it goes on too long, it could eventually lead to the enemy, frenemy towards myself. I am naturally more logical, so without the ability to feel, being unbothered can eventually get me in my head to overthink again, and this can be destructive or constructive. I usually listen to music, write poetry, or journal in order to get and remain balanced, head and heart. So, me unbothered to myself we're both shaking our head right now (laughs) that that yeah that could be it's deep very peaceful place for me or very destructive place for me it it really it it's not a place that i dwell for very long Hmm. That makes sense. It it actually had me thinking. I was laughing, not 
you know, necessarily at, you know, what you're you're saying. One, our own experiences. So there are probably a few inside jokes there, but um, <laughs> what you recently <laughs> sent me had me crying because, <laughs> and I will share this with the fellow miners on my IG page. Um, do you want to describe that little video that you sent me with the swing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, uh, well, <laughs> so there's a few memes going around, and this one in particular is is very. So the 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 images of a a, a swing set. I love swing sets, mm-hmm. and you know someone is on the swing set swinging and. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but the the caption says something about how I'm handling life right now. <laughs> and that would be great, you know, swinging on a swing and and but it's not sunny out. It, it's literally a, a I would venture to say a house fire, a very large house fire in the background. And this person is just swinging, like nothing's going on. And I, I guess that was a, a a great description of me unbothered. <laughs> and true to my nature as an Aquarius, there's another meme <laughs> where there's a, a a a girl in the in the in the camera, smart, like almost smirking. I don't, I don't, I'm not this, I think the smirking part is not necessarily me, but the meme itself is like Aquarius and there's a fire in the background again, <laughs> again, where she is so unbothered. <laughs> and I think that those two memes describe in, in video and in meme version in in a a visual of me unbothered I would literally there's a fire behind me and I am swinging on that swing like it's a bright sunny (laughs) bright sunny shiny day outside and I am that unbothered I think I added with that emoji or the the meme I I sent the video and I I captioned it what emotions right and that is what I described as me unbothered, where what cares? Cares what care if I don't care? Right. You want me to care. I want to care. I actually cannot stay in that state. The house burns down. The world will burn down. I need to be caring. I need to be bothered. <laughs> but I think there are times when it, you know, it is. I'm actually, again, I'll say I'm being my ally by allowing myself. And it is an allowance to be unbothered Mm. with myself. Girl, I feel you. So it's it's interesting because um, the difference here with the unbothered is that the unbothered actually knows and has an understanding of what's going on in the background, i.e. a fire. (laughs) 
a fire. And it's like the unbothered side of you or when you're unbothered to yourself in that scenario, it's kind of like, I know, but I'm good. Like, I'm not worried about that fire because I'm going to swing on this swing right here and I'm going to have peace. I don't know why, like in the video, right? In the video, there are people running around, like scrambling, losing their mind. Cause I mean, rightly so. The whatever is burning down, the Mm -hmm. building is burning down. And you know, that that person on a swing is just like, yeah, okay, I guess they'll put that out. So (laughs) what what when you apply this to kind of that that inner mining process, right? Mm-hmm. You can know that mm-hmm. you have some serious cracks in your foundation. Mm-hmm. You know that something is seriously wrong in that mind. Um, and, and and it can work out in in two ways for you. There are times where it's a form of self protection, like you mentioned, and sometimes you need to do that. Right. You can't deal with that in that moment. However, where it becomes dangerous is when you keep ignoring the problem. No, not today. Y'all, she drinking water. That's her thing. <laughs> Mind your business. Drink and drink your water. water. I'm like, nah, son, it's about you right now. So yeah, you could drink your water, but we not minding our business today. We talking about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you tried it. Um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> so that's the thing that's interesting. And even how you went through and just describing what happens. And I feel like for a lot of minors, this may be very pivotal because there are a lot of people that know about what's happening around them, maybe even inside of them, right? But they're like, you know what? I'm living my best life right now. I'm gonna swing on this swing. I'm gonna have a good time and enjoy myself, even though, you know, the whole house is burning down in the back of me, right? So that is not gonna work out well. You know, we didn't get to see the rest of that clip, but I'm just saying that doesn't work out well. I don't need to see the rest of it, right? So this speaks to you saying how like basically staying in there too long can become a problem. And so it's it's avoidance, right? So would you could you like talk about that a little bit more about um what happens when you stay in that mind and as you describe sometimes it goes dark? Yeah, um, I think I'm trying to stay on the it goes dark because that's when you've I've probably been unbothered for too long, Mm. right? And if you think of a fire, to stay with the analogy here, um, when there's a fire in a space, the one of the first things, the irony of it all, right? The first things that happens is things go dark. There's a fire, so fire is light, but the smoke of it makes it dark. And so the reason why I believe that I don't like to stay in the unbothered for too long is because the reality of that image is that that person on the swing 
if they live there, has a house close enough to the fire that is occurring right next door or right behind them. So there's two things. The one is that burning house, you may or may not have any, I mean, the authorities are taking care of it. Let's just say it's being taken care of. You might get in the way. So you're going to go off and be unbothered. However, there's things you could have done to protect your house, your space, um, warning others, help. You could have helped in some way, shape or form, um, but you chose not to. The other thing is you could be affected by the smoke. That's the reality that, you know, that image doesn't show that, yeah, you're far away, but the reality is that smoke is going to eventually impact your lungs, impact your life. And so to act like that, when we're, um, when I'm unbothered, and I almost said when we're unbothered, because we're connected. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm unbothered in that way, then I'm not useful to others and I'm not even taking care to tend to my own needs because in that moment I could be affected by that fire and that smoke um, in some way, shape or form. And yet I'm acting as if it, it's not even occurring. And what then happens is you come out of this unbothered fog, if you will, or I do, I need to speak to myself. I come out of this fog of unbotheredness and whether it was peaceful or it was destructive, the bottom line is life is going on outside of me. Mm-hmm. And so when I resurface from my unbothered state, good or bad for me, I've come back to potentially a house fire in a sense, fires. Things have happened while I was unbothered, swinging on my swing, so to speak. And so there's a possibility that I come out and I've missed something, or there was something that I could have done to help someone else um, and or myself that I I neglected to do. That's where it becomes destructive. Um, So I think that you know, when I, when I go, when it, when it gets dark, it's like that smoke. And for me, if we stick with that analogy, when, when you're, when you start to see the smoke, your best advice is to go down below, you know, go to the floor, the foundation. And that's what I do. I go back to my foundation, which I I think I've previously mentioned is God. I go back to my faith. I go back to my self-love, the the values and morals and the things that are important to me. I'm grounded. You get to the floor in order to not be consumed by the smoke um, because you can't see and you're unable to navigate. And that's why I say when I get into the frenemies, the enemies and I'm bothered towards me, I in this instance, do have to reach out at some point to my allies, be it God, my rocks, my family, my friends. This is when I tend to reach out or they reach out to me um, because as you, as you, as it's getting dark, you can't see clearly. You can't think clearly. You can't breathe clearly. Your breath starts to, you know, shallow breaths and, 
it's almost like you're unable to be truly you. You're not functioning at your full capacity because we are built to care. So although going into my unbothered state can bring peace for me, the reality is that others are still being affected by that. Hmm. Interesting. And in life, sometimes it's necessary, but the, the smoke will clear, the fog will clear. And it's what you do once that happens. And for me, it's actually tapping into caring again. It's allowing love in and giving love out. It's tapping into my heart, my emotions, my feelings, my femininity, and coming back to life, if you will, because it is a possibility of me becoming this robot, which is not life. That's not life. So, yeah, when I'm unbothered, it it really does affect those around me that I, I that are close to me. Um, those who are closest understand it now, respect it now. And for example, I said that I used to go to sleep a lot and I, I realized it was depression. You know, a lot of times I didn't realize that, but as I got older and now I understand better that I respect it. I understand it for me and my understanding of that is it wasn't because I was just lazy. It wasn't because I was in la la land and being irresponsible for me, knowing myself and being my own ally, understanding what my maker has created. I recognized more recently that is when I can make my dreams come true Mm. to be able to go to sleep, dream, This is when I'm unbothered, what appears to be unbothered. Dream, fantasize, imagine, visualize, um, and envision things that I want, things that come true. But if I don't go off and be by myself and dream and sleep, if you will, unbothered, Um, go unbothered. A lot of my dreams and my, my wildest fantasies would never have come true. And I understand this now. And maybe I understood it as a younger, but I understand it more now and respect it for myself because it's being true to who I am. I am a dreamer. I am a visionary. And so to ignore those moments of sitting on that swing, unbothered, I wouldn't be true to who I am. And true to who I am is a dreamer. True to who I am is someone who enjoys swinging on a swing, despite what's going on around me. That's my joy, my peace. And as I've said, I'm a peaceful phlegmatic by by nature. 
And there are times when I have to be at peace. I have to be calm. I have to be relaxed. It doesn't matter what's going on around me, within me even. Being true to myself, I am someone who needs to be at peace to make good decisions for myself and for others. And so I don't make the best decision in the midst of chaos. So even in the image, there is a value for me, to me, of being unbothered in the chaos because I can make phenomenal decisions in the midst of that fire. So it looks like I'm just on a swing unbothered. But in reality, I'm sitting on that swing devising plans to help the family who was affected by the fire. I'm rallying my troops, my coworkers in the mine to discover ways that we can rebuild that house or get them a new one. Where can we shelter them next? Uh, I got goosebumps because that's true to who I am. I look unbothered. I look irresponsible. Look like I'm just on a swing being real unbothered. <laughs> but looks can be deceiving because in that unbothered, I care. That's why I need to be unbothered. I care deeply. And when I do come out of unbothered, you'll know, you'll see just how much I care. I love it. Um, Thank you for sharing that. It really sounds like what I hear is self-acceptance. And that is what my therapist just told me. So we're on to something. (laughs) I hear self-acceptance and I also hear non-judgment. See, the only way that you could get to the self-acceptance is by not judging yourself, right? So it gave you the ability to look at both the light and dark aspect of, let's say, sitting on that swing, right? And being honest with yourself and saying, hey, this is where it's harmful, but this is where it's helpful. And you know what? I not only accept the harm, but I accept the the helpfulness as well. Like how it's, this is me. This is all of me, right? So um, I, I, you know, I, I love everything that you described and I'm sure that our fellow minor can identify with everything that you just said. So thank you. I hope so. Like I said, when I do come out of Unbothered, you will see how much I care. Hey. And I care about our fellow minors. Yeah. They are me. I am them. We're all connected. We absolutely are. We absolutely are. All right. Well, it was nice stopping by. I appreciate you coming. What a pleasure to have you. Hopefully you can come by again. Or I'll come visit you. You know what? Maybe we'll take a trip down a mine when we help our fellow miners find the gem of self-identity. Sounds like a great idea. 
I would really appreciate that. Keep in touch. Let me know when you're going to explore that mind. All right. We will. Take care. You as well. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I pray that you build your relationship with God, love yourself unconditionally, and put in the work to mine, refine, and shine those gems.